Hello, welcome back to another episode of Crowdwork Cast. My name is Andrew Barnett. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, this week I got a very special episode. Uh, you might remember a couple of episodes ago I had the very funny Trevor Crook on. And uh, well, we got some very specific feedback from that. Uh, Trevor's wife, Julia, had a listen to the show. And uh, basically, well, she wasn't impressed. She, uh, she told Trevor that we forgot to be entertaining. So uh, what we've decided to do is we're going to have another crack at it, Trev and I, and uh, we're going to try and entertain Julia. So hence this very special episode. This is uh, the redux of Trevor Crook, and it's called Entertaining Julia. Now, this episode was supposed to come out a couple of weeks ago, but I had some technical difficulties with a new recorder. Uh, the file was messed up. I have recovered the file, but I will warn you, the uh, the quality of the audio on the file isn't uh, what I hoped it would be. But I think I've got it to a point where it's listenable. So uh, first off, apologies for the quality of the uh, recording. This is going to be just fodder for Julia to criticise now. Uh, but uh, hopefully this one's more entertaining. We had uh, John of Belmore sit in as our entertainment monitor. He got a bit involved. Um, yeah, it was a fun little chat and hopefully uh, was entertaining. So please welcome, uh, please welcome, please enjoy uh, this next episode. This is episode number 28, Trevor Crook, and it's Entertaining Julia. All right, new episode, but uh, highly unconventional. Uh, we've got the same bloke back. Hello, Trevor Crook. How are hey, you, buddy? Hello, I'm, I'm back as a. Uh, I've got to come back to try and repair the damage done by the last podcast we did. Yes. Now this is the thing. Um, you and I did a podcast yeah. um, in this very same location. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed the conversation. Yep. Um, but you were talking to your wife, who had a listen. Yeah. Julia, what what was Julia's feedback? Uh, not entertaining enough, and that we were two grumpy old men. Even though you're only thirty-five, yeah, uh, so two two grumpy old men whinging. Yeah, I, now a couple of things. Yeah. Um, first off, I'm not that old. I am thirty-five. Yeah, um, you did so run the whole way though. Yeah, sorry. We should introduce. <laughs> I should introduce. We have a uh, third. Uh, person on board. We've got John, who people remember from a, a previous episode. Now, John, your role today, you are our entertainment monitor. Yeah, that's Begin dangerous. The point of this episode is to try and um, mm. is to try and redeem ourselves in Julia's eyes. Well, this one is called Entertaining Julia. Yeah. Uh, so we are uh, we're hoping um, that Julia will find this episode uh, much much more John, entertaining. John, uh, John from uh, what suburb are you from, John? Uh, Belmore. Ah, uh, that's uh, I saw John from Belmore. I thought right. <laughs> yes. Don't move, John. You can be known as a John from Belmore for the rest of your life, but if you move, that totally was destroys good enough for the, the first concept. forty-eight years. <laughs> yeah, hey, you you did. I think you did six months in Lidcombe, didn't you? <laughs> so he's travelled, Trevor. Yes, he's travelled. yes. He's been about. I'm in Lakemba, right? Just next suburb up. Good. Uh, yes. The true heart of Sydney. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, so back to setting up the episode. Then yeah. we'll get onto this. Okay. Um, yeah. So Julia's Julia's basically said that uh, we weren't entertaining enough. Yeah. Um, uh, which is hurtful enough in itself. Mm. But the grumpy old men thing—that was—that yeah. was just straight cruel, wasn't it? No. That was. I, I, one, I didn't think we were. I thought we were reasonably upbeat. John, did you get a chance to have a listen to the episode? I listened to uh, the first half. 
Um, okay. But, uh, Wasn't like the Banksy on station. I had to get off. So uh, yes, yeah. right. But uh, no, uh, what I heard was entertaining. I think. Yeah. Although I am a notorious bore. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we may have got our wrong entertainment. Well, Julia, lovely woman that she is, is the least political, philosophical person I've ever met. Absolutely no interest in the inner depths of the human soul. And cannot judge a man's age. That's just, yeah, that's right. Oh, that that had me shattered because I sent to you you sent me that in an email, and I sent back um, old. Does she know I'm only thirty five? Yeah, yeah. And your response was, I think she's just going off how you look. That's right. Yeah. Which didn't make me feel any better. Trent. No, that's right. I thought it was <laughs> softening the blow a little bit. For this. <laughs> no, it didn't, it's didn't been a recurring you. theme in your life, uh, having uh, your age. It is. It is. And. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, it doesn't seem to be... I kind of felt like... Overestimated. I was, well, I was a man-child, and so I kind yeah. of felt like as I, as I grew into my manness... What, what is a man-child? Uh, well, at, I was... From about 14, I was about the rough uh, height. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I was just... I was one of those kids who I had sort of... I remember about year so seven or eight having to start to shave a bit and just... I was just a... Yeah. yeah. Looked bigger and older than I was. And I was so the exact opposite. You still are. But, um, yeah, you, I, I've never thought of you as being manly in any way, shape or form. But, um, yeah, I, so I kind of thought I'd mm. age into myself. Yeah, you, I think you're an old 35. Don't be insulting, but you are an old 35. <laughs> I think it's, uh, your beard's probably got something to do with it. Yeah, everyone says that. Oh, no, it's the beard. And then when I don't have a beard. But you've also got short hair. You look conservative. I'm not, not saying you are, but you look conservative, which gives the... Uh, uh, I suppose the element of ageing, you know and that—that that and the fact that I wear a—I uh, wear a business suit every Yeah, day. that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think you need to probably spruce yourself up a little bit. Just uh, spruce me. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe dreadlocks. Trevor Crook, I think Trevor Crook is giving me uh, yeah. advice on sprucing myself <laughs> up and getting in touch with my youth. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've just we've just been over and we've had some yum cha and we decided we'd give this another go. This will probably be a bit of a shorter episode. Yeah. Um, so. But when we are in, when you are in Sydney, because you split your time between Sydney and the UK, yeah, yeah. Um, you and I like to go to uh, grab a yum cha when we can. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, just down here. Go at for a massage sometimes, don't we? Remember the <laughs> massage place we go to in Bankstown? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we forgot conveniently forgot that. Okay, <laughs> but we do, we go for yum cha now. Now you were previously married to a Chinese lady. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So when you first said to me, um, I know a real good yum cha place. Yeah. Right. Um, and you said to me, I was married to a Chinese girl for 15 years. I, uh, I ate like a Chinese person. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was Chinese for 10 years. Really? Literally Chinese. Yeah. I, I, I still had my Western friends, but I didn't, uh, I didn't see them that much. So mainly the place was always full of Chinese. And I ate nothing but Chinese food. And when I went on holidays, I went to China. So it literally was Chinese. So, uh, <laughs> and I got to know the yum cha through my, my ex-wife. Yeah, and so this is the thing, like, because I thought, oh, Trev's, um, Trev's been deep in the culture, the Chinese culture. Yeah. I thought, I'm going to go to yum cha with him, we're going to get all the exotic stuff, he's going to be talking Mandarin to the staff. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, letting them know. But uh, what do we eat when we go there, Trev? I've got no idea, really. I, um, I speak basic Chinese, I know ten words, and one of them is Tubi Buller, which means I'm full. <laughs> so that doesn't help me in a restaurant because I need to learn I'm hungry. 
first, yes. and then Tubi <laughs> yeah. Buller afterwards. Tubi Buller, Tubi Buller's all right. Uh, the, uh, I feel like that's a, one, a quick one shot at the end of the Yum Char when they ki- still come. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it fascinated me though because I went there. I literally went there expecting you to be saying, "Try the chicken feet. Try these all these exotic dishes." Yeah. And we based basically it just eat prawn dumplings. Yeah, that's right. Because they're the only things I trust, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't trust the chicken's feet. I don't know where they've trod. <laughs> basically, so I stay well away from chicken's feet. Um, uh, I just think prawns are, um, they're, a, they're the king of food, prawns. So I, you know, I think we're deserving of that, that the king of food. quality of food, yeah. So I just go for prawns. Yeah, Fuck you it, do. I, you yeah. love the prawns. I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember you saying to me, like, you said you can't get prawns in the UK. Like they're all small, in. they're all cold water. Anything that comes from cold water is small and uh, a little bit shriveled up because it's the oh, cold. Okay. You know what I mean? You need warmth to grow. <laughs> blue whales, sperm yeah, blue, whales. Blue whales. <laughs> See, they're warm water, warm water creatures, aren't they? The <laughs> blue whales. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but the whales, if the whales were in warm water, they'd be even bigger. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Because they're in cold water, they're a lot smaller than they, they could be. <laughs> Imagine it. That's probably why they stay in the cold water. Though. Yeah, that's it'd be, right. It'd be unmanageable otherwise. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's... um. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, that's an interesting theory. I um, yeah. So you, in the UK, you don't get good seafood in the UK. I eat. They've got cold water seafood, which is um, haddock. Haddock, uh, maybe. What's cod? Cod. No. Cod, and you might get Mediterranean stuff. So you get squid, which I suppose squid and uh, Mediterranean is reasonably warm. It's not like the Indian Ocean or or the Pacific, but the uh, the seafood coming from the Mediterranean is probably. Uh, a little bit bigger than the stuff that comes from around uh, Northern Europe. Northern Europe, that's right. Yeah, look at <laughs> Julia's eating her words now. We're talking seafood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you wanted entertainment, <laughs> baby. Now you're if you're from Europe, it. I think the Mediterranean is pretty well established as the uh, the place you go for warm water. Yeah, I don't think yeah. there's any uh, debate about that. Yeah, the yeah. Black Sea's not putting up a whole lot of argument about that. Is the it? Baltic, the North yeah. Sea. Yeah, no, the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is very salty fish. Don't eat from the Dead Sea. <laughs> They're easy to catch. They just float on the on the surface. If you get to get your hand in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. Fuck, we're killing it today, aren't we? Yeah, this we is are. Re- this, this is, is really entertaining. This is entertaining stuff. <laughs> now, the other thing I went, wanted to um point out before we get into this is um, it, this location. Yeah. You and I, you and I are uh, uh, sitting in uh, in a registered club here in Bankstown. Um, even though, and we've recorded both of these at the same uh, place, yeah. even though I made the offer with the first one that I would come to your place, yeah. pick you up, yeah. drive you to my place, and yeah. we could record at my place. That's right. But you you yeah. wanted to come somewhere new. I thought it was very nice of you to, to offer, but uh, you told me once that you lived in a fibro house. I do live in a fibro house. that's asbestos, so I don't go anywhere near your place. It's like <laughs> I can't go within a quarter of a mile of your house. Oh, man. I've got an asbestos phobia. You must uh, find Southwest Sydney difficult because there are fibros everywhere. Are they? Yeah, not, not in Lakemba. I don't no. see many in Lakemba. How far is Lakemba from Greenacre? Isn't Greenacre in a suburb entirely constructed of asbestos? Is it really? Oh, I didn't know that. I'll stay well away from Greenacre then as well. Thanks for that uh, fucking <laughs> warning. Or you do you do understand, though, that it's in the as long as it's not disturbed, it's fine. There's no. Yeah, that's what they. But. Uh, but uh, that's it could easily be you. disturbed, couldn't it, while we're there? <laughs> well, I'm not going to throw you through a wall. No, no, it. no. Your kids could run into it with a bike or something like that. And, uh, you know what I mean? You know. But the inside of the house is like 
not fibro, is it? Like the walls? No, no. The, the inside of the, is all um, the old parts. Just raw asbestos fibre sprayed <laughs> about the place. <laughs> yes. Uh, the the uh, the inside is um, the old parts. Uh, some of it's oh, the old horsehair plaster. Yeah. But uh, a lot of it, most of it's been redone now, so yeah. it's just sort of um, chip rock. What made you buy it? Didn't you think of that when you bought it? I thought it was. Um, what made me buy it is I could afford it, Trev. I don't know if you've seen the Sydney property market. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't high on uh, high on options of houses with backyards um, in yeah. the price range uh, I could afford. So, yeah. yeah, I, was yeah. Like, I think you are literally, I don't mean this is not a joke, I think you are literally one of the last people in Sydney to, to buy a freestanding home. Yeah, yeah, like an average average wage earner. I'm talking about to buy a freestanding home. Yeah, not, and not even an investment banker. Yeah, yeah, it's it's outrageous how. But, but, but you uh, have to have to walk around the house like a ninja, so you don't disturb <laughs> the asbestos. Though, so <laughs> I can't believe it's quite you're comfortable. You, you, get, you receive your mask at the door when you arrive. Yeah, <laughs> you would have been you would have freaked out because a little while ago we got actually got the um, we got a letter from uh, Department of Fair Trading, I believe yeah. it was. Um, because uh, do you remember Mr. Fluffy? Yeah, yes, yes the asbestos. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, so they did um, loose fill insulation, and they were operating through the seventies and eighties, maybe, and uh, mainly around Canberra. And um, they were using uh, asbestos as part of the loose fill for the insulation in houses. Mm-hmm. And we got a letter from the Department of Fair Trading saying, "Look, we've identified this is an area where Mr. Fluffy may have operated in yeah, New South right. Wales." And uh, we have yeah. loose fill as, uh, asbestos. We don't have loose fill asbestos. We have loose fill insulation in our house. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so when you get that letter and you know you've got uh, the loose fill up in the roof, what I can suggest is do not Google pictures of loose fill asbestos because um, after a certain point it all looks exactly the same to the, to the untrained eye. That is that verticulite and, and then another kind of asbestos. There's a lot of materials that... The, the asbestos version and the non-asbestos version look virtually identical. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, we had to get the, the... They come out and do a test. So me not coming is... Uh, you've just confirmed my worst suspicions that no, you're no, living no, in no. a fucking We've death trap. It's <laughs> all uh, it's all cleared. We uh, we had the uh, had the, the people from Fair Trading come out and yeah. do the testing. And uh, we have, uh, I believe, uh, old newspaper. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay. Like, it's stuff like that. Cellulose. I just, uh, essentially. Oh, cellulose. I'm okay. just fascinated. Yeah, yeah. So it's... it's it's basically termite bait in my roof. So, I call you how do you feel, Andrew, that the, uh, the, the person that lives in uh, Australia's murder capital from 1998 to uh, 2004 uh, is too scared to come to your suburb? Yeah, that is. See, my asbestos joke, which is a, a good joke. It's based a cracker of a joke. Yeah, it's sort of based on your house, really. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank you for that You joke. gave me some discipline ideas for my kids. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Go and sandpaper your room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as you point out in that joke, my house is uh, is fireproof. So yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The asbestos does not burn. Um, yeah, I had a renovation done in my old house, and the, I had a renovation done in my old uh, house, and uh, the guy putting in the sheeting said to me, "This is uh, this is heavier, weaker, less fire resistant, and more water absor- absorbent than the old stuff, uh, but it won't kill you." Okay. <sighs> Well, you know, I... I uh, I'm a risk taker, though, Trev. I might yeah, look I conservative, mate. But yeah, no. I live life <laughs> on the edge. You, you do, actually, yeah. But, no, I run past... Um, I run past building sites cause in case of uh, disturbed asbestos. I'll never tell you that. The, now, this is... this is Okay, tell me the story, but then I'm getting into a logic floor uh, with what you do. Yeah, I've got this terrible fear of asbestos. And so if I think there's asbestos in the immediate area, or there's like a work site... 
where the asbestos could be being released in the atmosphere, yeah. I take a deep breath before I get to the site, <laughs> and then I sprint, suddenly sprint past the site, like fucking, uh, <laughs> like a... Crazy person. I think. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm, I'm likely to burst into a sprint at any time, even with, a, with, a, with another person. <laughs> I'll just suddenly sprint. I do 200. It depends. I'm sometimes a short sprint because it's not a big building site, but uh, <laughs> I have been known to sprint about <laughs> half a mile. <laughs> I d- I d- I'm just picturing you with a, like where they're putting up a massive unit block on a corner and you yeah. have to go around that corner. Yes. Passing out two thirds <laughs> of the way around. I do. Need, I, I get hyperventilated. hyperventilated a number of times. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. <laughs> and I'm going to pass out. Ever stopped mid sprint for a hot bit of hyperventilation? <laughs> How? Yeah, that that would be your worst nightmare. Having to stop mid sprint in front of. Oh uh, yes, that's the right. Potential asbestos yeah, and that's hyperventilating. Right. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I've got this thing of where I take my t-shirt and do that. I've got various emergency strategies. Well, you know what? You'd wet the t-shirt. Oh, that's what I need to, to do. You need to wet the T-shirt and you'll be fine. Okay. Okay. I always wear a wet T-shirt then. Just yeah. Does that advice adhere to any Australian sta- uh, safety stand, health and safety standard at all? Uh, Wetting a T-shirt? Wedding. Will I find that <laughs> in the regulations? <laughs> oh, if, uh, if I wrote the regulations, you know there'd always be wet T-shirts involved. <laughs> um, uh, I regret bringing that up. <laughs> no, it's... Um, it's I, I remember my, uh, my father-in-law... Um, who uh, does not share your fear of asbestos, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Many men of his generation. Is that the, the bloke with one lung? Is that the, no. your father-in-law? <laughs> no, the no, missing no. lung, yeah. He, um, he was putting up something in our uh, laundry, yeah. and uh, I knew that there was he was drilling into some asbestos. And he, um, he just goes, oh, yeah, no worries. And uh, got a wet sponge, Yeah. sat that uh, against, the, um, against the wall where he was going to drill, and then just drilled through the sponge. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I think that... I don't want to encourage anyone to do that, but I think that might actually work as yeah. intended. I, I think ah. it does. He's one of those blokes that is, you know, those sort of, he grew up on a farm, he's a bore pump engineer, worked on the land pretty much his whole life. You know those blokes that, like, you throw them in, they will not be able to work a mobile phone, yeah, but yeah, they've yeah. got the most practical solution for yeah, any yeah, problem yeah, 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 that's yeah. on the they're land. A, they're cutting a new leather washer out of their... Uh, wallet to repair the pump down in the bottom of the paddock. Yeah, exactly. They're those, they're those yeah. sort of guys. He's that sort of guy. Jesus. Like anything anything um, like that, he, he's a simple issue. But uh, mm. it, it, it took me uh, about 20 minutes to uh, help him set up his uh, Gmail account um, because he couldn't think of a password long enough. Okay, right. So, <laughs> how long? I don't know how long passwords can be, actually. What's the well, maximum? More than three letters. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you have a maximum of letters or you can just what? that I don't I, know I don't think I think they've got away from maximums I think they they're pretty happy if you want to put a as lo- yeah as the longer it is the harder it is to crack I think putting a Welsh village or something like that as the uh, password a <laughs> Welsh village you've just given away a clue though yeah. the, uh, yeah. the dictionary attack people will be onto you yeah <laughs> yeah well, Wales isn't that big a place either there's only so many combinations so yeah, many villages right, yeah. Could have be. you been to Wales I've been to Wales I've, I've yeah. worked there quite often I've been actually. to New South Wales oh yeah no not quite the same is it um, I've been what the original? No. Is it uh, you've been to the uh, the old North Wales? Yeah, yeah. As, is it oh, that's at all actually like South Wales, yeah. or is it? That's my question. It's South Wales. I got the answer that years ago. I'm fascinated by exactly the same question you. I do a joke about. Well, let me ask the question first, and then we'll then then you can answer it. So, New South Wales is yeah. that new? It's new. Yeah. Version of South Wales, or yeah. is it a New South version of Wales? No. Now, when I'm in South Wales, I, I always do a joke about 
I'm in South Wales, and that's pretty ironic, because back home I come from New South Wales, new fucking improved South Wales. So <laughs> always gets a good laugh in Cardiff. Yes. <laughs> Round of applause. I ran into some people at Redfern Railway Station once uh, from Wales, and I asked them, I said, does this look anything like Wales? They said, it does look a lot like South Wales, and they pointed across Western Sydney to the mountains they, uh, in the distance and said, that's pretty well what it looks like. Well, parts of Cardiff do look like somewhere around the water, watery parts of Sydney. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's say, uh, is it Gladesville watery? Yeah, Gladesville. Certainly. Yeah, maybe watery. parts of Gladesville. Oh, lovely. But yeah. it's not like leafier sort of it, lower it's, North Shore suburbs? Well, it's not a built-up area. So if you go down to Mermaid Quay, which is in Cardiff, mm. it's, it's the, the high-rise buildings are not really that high. They've put flats up now, so it's more, it's more built up than it was. But when I first started going there years ago... It was just like old uh, an old docks, and you had the uh, yeah the, the the cove or wherever it was, and it was like on the other side was an old I think an old castle and uh, yeah all low rise buildings, and it was like pretty uh, you know well, nice to look at it but it yeah. was it was like undeveloped and now they've developed it because it's prime real estate and so on but you know uh, certainly parts of parts of South Wales look a bit like Sydney in part. Okay. So, so there was, there, there is logic to the, uh, yes, to the yeah. naming. Yeah. I think, I think it's the way the hills are set to the distance, low kind of what we call mountains, but there they would call hills. This is, um, yeah. I mean, if Julia's not enjoying this now, oh, we're no. the geography. We, what do ah. we go with? Cold water seafood. Yes, yeah, right. We're on to uh, etymology of state names. That's right. And, uh, and asbestos. Uh, the winner? Asbestos. Yeah. Well, I think many people want to know if it's I thought the New South was Wales or New South Wales. That's right. We've got John, John from Belmore adding a little panache to things. Yeah. So, I mean. Deducting it. <laughs> now, um, speaking of panache, yeah. there was something we were discussing at lunch that, uh, that we, I wanted to, uh, to get down recorded. Um, your vaunted film career. That's right. Yeah, like uh, like many performers, you've, uh, yeah, you've dabbled made, in many. Uh, I made two forms. really fucked movies, which I'm quite <laughs> proud of. The first, that's just the Roly Poly Man. I was offered this part um, 20 years ago, and uh, a friend of mine called Barry. Barry's a pretty well-known actor, and you probably if you saw his face, you go, oh, that's fucking Barry. But uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Given so, that I don't know him, it'd yeah, be yeah. a crazy guess for me to go with his name. He's a lovely, Barry. he's a really nice bloke, Barry. I'll, I'll, next time, if I'll get a, we can Google him, actually. I'm sure he'll come up. And he he wrote the script, or he he, he was involved a producer or something, and uh, he offered me the part in Roly Poly Man. I love playing a morgue, a morgue, what is it? A morgue, morgue attendant. attendant. A morgue. I was going to say mortgage attendant. No, <laughs> a, mortgage. a morgue attendant. Yes, right. And. Um, I don't. I'm a, I've got a bit of phobia about, uh, around dead bodies. I, I didn't, I'm glad I. <laughs> this I'm is second phobia for the podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll write that down for the spreadsheet. Yeah, we we're going to film it in a morgue actually in Balmain. Okay. That's going to be. I, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> and, and then, and then I, I was I was rehearsing. Something happened personally to me, and I just couldn't make the movie. So, and then I regretted. I, I thought, because Roly Poly Man is quite big at arts festivals, movie, all that kind of stuff. It's done well on television. So I thought I've really missed DVD a chance. sales. DVD, I've missed a big chance here. And then we've just checked today how much money you made at the box office. Uh, four thousand two hundred. How much was it? Four thousand two hundred. Four thousand two hundred dollars. So it was a dismal fucking flop, commercially. But then again, it got, did get some sort of um, um, artistic. What do you call that? Acclaim. 
So I, that could have been the beginning of my movie career. I could have moved up the scale and oh, been wow. on Home and Away or some, some shit <laughs> like that. Let's see you on Home and Away. So that was my first movie. Um, yep. And then the next movie was a really bad movie called Gino. Uh, Gino, I don't. Uh, Vince Arani is a fine comic, a fine human being, but the Vince the movie was shit, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gino, the movie. Yeah, v, uh, Vince uh, wrote the um, a script uh, that involved a young Italian comic coming to Australia, and you know he wasn't a comic when he arrived on the shores, but he uh, he, he was a. Uh, the film was based on uh, Vince when he was 18, uh, but the. Uh, Director said, "Yeah, but you, you can't play the part, Vince, because you're now 37," <laughs> which destroyed Vince's fucking. Um, well, I'm I'm 35, and I imagine Andrew would know a little about that. Yeah, I imagine this is what all yeah. 35. Vince well, if would you have put a sh- similar to this. That's right. If we shaved you and put you in a school uniform, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> right. So, so, um, so, so Vince, uh, he, he, they've got a young actor to play the part of Vince, a young Do you Italian. Who that was? No, I can't remember. Actually, I, I did Google him and. If you Google Gino, uh, it'll come up because I've, I've Googled it recently. All right, I'll get John onto that. He's, he was, our, he's our fact. He was a man. lovely bloke, a pretty good actor, but he, he was a fucking terrible stand-up. <laughs> and so we're doing these scenes where he's doing the you know, jokes. Yeah. And we're I'm a comedian in the movie, and then um, and then we're supposed to laugh, but it's all forced laughter. If, yeah, that's unrealistic too. It's like canned laughter, basically. Well, it's like, unrealistic that if you're playing a comedian that you would laugh at another comedian. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> that's not how it works, no, unless they're bombing. That's right, because I did it with Anthony Aykroyd was in it, and I was in it, and um, uh, there was a few other, was Akmal, I'm not quite sure Akmal was in it, I can't remember. But we're all looking at each other being comedians going, fuck this is shit, isn't it, you know what I mean? And, uh, but the catering was fantastic. <laughs> I've, I've never had better food in my life. <laughs> what we sort of stuff? Was that we had fun? a big snapper. We had a snapper the full length of the table. It was like a fucking whale. And we had king prawns and we had roast beef, like just partially sliced. Like, it was like an ad for food. It was fucking unbelievable. And we're sitting there and we're going, this is fucking great, isn't it? And, uh, you know, lunch, we try and stretch lunch. For, uh, oh, have you got it? I can't read that. Where is it? He, he's oh, not going to be able to read it, that, John. He, he, he can read yeah, this. Yeah. All We've right. got the, the actor from Gino. What's his... Um, uh, I'm probably not in the credits. Starring Nicholas Buffalo. Yeah, that's him. Not Ni- famous enough to have his own Wikipedia entry. Oh, right. Uh, no, nice bloke. Uh, also, Zoe Caridis. Yes, Zoe was a lovely Superstar. woman, actually. Zoe Caridis is well-known. She's a lovely woman, really nice. And Bruno Lawrence. Don't sadly know no longer with us. I don't think he... Who? He, sadly no longer with us. I think he passed away. Who? Um, Bruno Lawrence. Did he? I think he died a, probably a year after Gino came out. If yeah, I, that, that, I don't think the film helped, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I think the film have speeded his death. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, died in 1995. Yes, oh, so yeah, not long did. After. Fucking, no, the film did it. What did he oh, die of, did it say? Acting roles, see also filmography, references. No, venerable character actor. Australian. Oh, was it really? I don't think I ever met him. So <laughs> weren't you in a movie with him? Yeah, it wasn't a movie, but I was like, you know, well down the scale. He was like a- the Andrew, star. Andrew, we watch movies. Trevor stars in them. It's a different, yeah, that's right. different oh, world. Sorry. sorry. Different world. <laughs> you were probably on set with him. You were just was, over I, at the catering I, I, my table. Acting, my acting was one step above the catering department. That's uh, <laughs> so not quite the star of the movie. So. <laughs> so, uh, but what a catering department. Yeah, but <laughs> if you, I think that you might be able to get the movie online. It didn't get released, by the way. They, they had a showing in Glebe. 
and they were basing on the reaction of the movie whether they're going to re release it or not. And then um, I just saw the audience shaking their heads a lot during the film and thought, "Fuck, we can't really release it, release it for public <laughs> consumption." Although Trevor Cook was brilliant. <laughs> now, Where Trevor did they show it at Glebe? Yeah, there's a seat on Glebe Valhalla. Point Road. What is it? The Valhalla. That's not there anymore. Not there. Oh, is it really? The yeah, oh, that's, that's it's a unicomplex. Ah, yeah. oh, right. Okay, that's that's where it was. Oh wow. Oh. Look at that. You were to, you walked the red carpet on the premiere night. No, or? I didn't. I didn't. Couldn't be bothered showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sent my uh, my Chinese wife as my Are spokesperson. No, no. I, was no, say. I couldn't be fuck going. But uh, <coughs> I should have gone. Would have been good night out. I, um, but would have one more ticket sale. What? Yeah, what? Right. Uh, yeah, it might have made almost yeah. four thousand four hundred. Oh no, that was the other movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was um, so? What was your character's name? In, I played in the part one? of a comedian. My only lines were throughout the movie where I died again last night. That's all I'd fucking say. The camera <laughs> would come up to me, stop, and I'd look at the camera and go, "Oh fuck, I died again last night," and then it'd move on. Wow! Did you see that reading? It's and like it kept coming back, and I, I it's must like have I was died. There. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I died about eight times throughout the movie. That's all. I, that's all so that, that bit was um, like uh, yeah, realistic. Yeah, realistic. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that was a well-structured running gag, or you think, it, or you have no? Because you, did you end up seeing it, or you never saw? No, the film? no, no. I, I didn't see it. <laughs> I, I didn't see. It. I, I was literally ash too ashamed. That's you a project for Andrew to track that film down. Oh, we'll, have a, we'll have a screening. That is, yeah. That that could be a podcast special. We, we could we could actually lease a unit in the Valhalla and watch <laughs> it on watch it on a TV. Could, yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a fun activity and do it like a uh, have a like Geno night. Have a Geno night and then um in, and then we get Vince along. <laughs> have a Q and A with you afterwards. Well, well you have Vince along. He could ask a right, question. Yeah. Maybe. He wouldn't get to speak. I'd love to do that. Just well, like we'll have a Gino night in Andrew's asbestos house. Yeah. <laughs> the sounds of drilling in the background well, to make me more no comfortable. Sponges. That yeah, is, no that sponges. Be, might, we, it, I'd feel terrible if after this we find out that's how Bruno died. The what? Bruno, the actor in it who passed away. I'd, I'd feel terrible if we found out that that, that was part of how he passed away. Well, maybe he's acting dead. He's such a good actor, you don't... He was a good actor. He was part of Frontline. He was in Frontline. Yes, I think he died of cancer. The, um, I've got a very... Uh, I had a thing in England where I told everybody that I'm very good at remembering old actors and what they died of. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... This is under special... So is this how you got the part... One of the parts... Is this how you got the part of the morgue attendant? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at this guy. Now, what he's, happened? And he's then I was, death. I, was doing a gig, I was doing a gig in England uh, not long ago and I said to the audience... Yell out an actor's name, and I'll just tell you what they died of. So they went, uh, John Wayne, uh, lung cancer. And they, they, I, did, I did like a whole pile of actors. <laughs> David Carradine. Uh, he hung himself having a wank. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rather unromantic way of that, putting it. I've tried yeah. that myself, but the, <laughs> the rope broke. Autoerotic asphyxia. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think the coroner calls it death by misadventure. <laughs> yeah, misadventure. That's a kind coroner. <laughs> that is... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might go home and have a bit of a misadventure myself <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> have, you got a, have you got a spotter? <laughs> yeah, that, that is, you do need no, a spotter. I've got a wet sponge, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a wet sponge. All right, you asked for this, Julia, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Um, I regret my involvement. <laughs> we're in different Never. mode now. So now we're in, we've been in the entertainment mode all, all yeah. show, haven't we? I'm, I'm, in, I'm impressed with this uh, skill, though. Let's throw a few more actors at him. David Carradine was a bit of a... Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner. Cancer. Cancer. Lung cancer. Are you Do not smoke. <laughs> Remember that, Addy? Grace Kelly. Uh, Grace Kelly, brain hemorrhage. 
after she went off the cliff and then put she directly she died of a hemorrhage. <laughs> you are well researched. Yeah, yeah. No one. This is. Did you? Marilyn Monroe. Uh, uh, topped herself. Barbiturate overdose. Yeah, barbiturates, wasn't it? Yeah. Barbiturate. You don't hear enough about barbiturates these days. I don't even know what class of d- drugs that is. That's a term that is out there that I just don't know the actual definition of. Yeah. End Sleeping result. tablets? Yeah, something like that, yeah. End results. She didn't wake up. Was the end result. Mm. That's a, it's a, it's a... It's an odd skill to have cultivated over a number of I know, years. I don't know what did it is. Did you cultivate now. it or did yeah, you... Yeah, yeah. I used to watch um, movies and I'd Gary Cooper and I'd, I'd go... Because uh, I knew they were dead, <laughs> I'd go... Um, Oh, I wonder what they died of. No, I'd usually do a bit of research. No, this is all pre-internet, by the way. This involves yeah. trips to the library. Yeah, microfish. Right. <laughs> it was. actually a lot of trips to the library. I, I might have helped you with some of those questions. That's right. I remember uh, there was a, a nuclear testing site. Uh, they, they made a movie. It was John Wayne, uh, I think Agnes Moorhead, Dick Powell. They made a movie in the desert, Nevada desert, where they were letting the um, you know, bombs off, yeah, testing. Yeah. And all the cast died of cancer. You know... Um, Sometime later, so not a coincidence, eh? Well, the, the, I dare I'd want say a statistician to, to go over that. Yeah. But uh, within um, within that age of Hollywood, I'd, I'd imagine they also had some other risk factors for cancer, i.e., alcohol consumption. Yeah, yeah they all smoked. They all and smoked. Heavy yeah. drinking. Yeah, yeah. So Dick Powell died of lung cancer. John Wayne, lung cancer. Agnes Moorhead, stomach cancer. Stomach uh, cancer. That's no mm, good. Yeah. So. Don't know. Yeah, don't know. She must have ingested something. Fall out. John, John Wayne Seaman, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> which was uh, radioactive. <laughs> oh, this is... Uh, this is yes. Just out of the room for a moment. Did I miss anything, Andrew? <laughs> no, you didn't, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, um, that might do it, because I've got to go um, pick my kids up from school. Oh. But um, thank you very surely much. Surely not going to leave it on that note. That's all right. We'd yeah, like okay. to say, say goodbye to Julia and uh, John from Belmore. Just say... Uh, Julie, hope that was entertaining. Yeah, did you um, now? Did did, did you get any more feedback from Julia in terms of, or did she just want us to be more entertaining? Is there any particular direction she posted? Any specific notes? Well, we've got um, a couple of minutes. She said, no, not really. No, she just said not entertaining enough. (laughs) Uh, Too much moaning, uh, too political. Um, That's basically it. But I said to her, well, other people may have found that political stuff, stuff about uh, Scientology, entertaining. I, I people go to Andrew's podcast for the politics. Yeah, and the, there's, well, this is where a lot of people come to be informed, um, particularly about uh, it's Trump. But so, I, so I didn't think it'd matter because I saw the popularity thing on iTunes for this podcast. And it was I thought, well, no one's going to be fucking listening to this anyway. <laughs> but Stop. then he's up to six. But listeners. No, no, uh, that's right. But I checked because I did spread the word about your podcast. By the way, it's an excellent product, uh, and he's a very skilled. Uh, Skilled performer, skilled uh, interviewer. <laughs> so I'd recommend listening to Andrew's podcast because it, it, it's more popular now. Have you noticed the increase in popularity? It, I did. I noticed that, that was a bit that's of a spot. Partly up to me. I spread the word. I'll have to. This yeah. ad that you've just run within the podcast. Yeah, that's right. How much impact do you think <laughs> it's that's a podcast? Have? It's a Russian podcast. A podcast within a podcast within a podcast <laughs> within a podcast. This <laughs> is um, yeah. This is, this is. I, I, I did notice though your episode's pretty popular on the uh, yeah on I know iTunes. Can you judge by that popularity thing how many people have downloaded it? Oh, uh, I can't. I can get that. It um, is an accurate assessment of your personal worth. Ah, right. But <laughs> if it's gone that far, does that mean so many downloads? Or is that one big uh, download? Or In some <laughs> way. 
Oh, one well, big download. Yes, yeah, <laughs> You're baffling the audience with your tech talk. Yeah, I just don't he, was, he was holding his fingers up at various gaps, but uh, yeah, it is linked in some way to, he- to downloading it, though, by an algorithm that neither Andrew or I understand. There's oh, okay, right. Um, the, the, and uh, once again, Ju- Julia, you're going to be loving this talk. That's right. Um, the, uh, the iTunes, uh, they, their algorithm for how they um, rate their podcasts mm. and do their ten, top 10 charts, all that sort of stuff, is uh, closely, um, they, they try and guard that reasonably closely, I believe. Oh, but right. um, it's, it's somewhat to do with um, the number of downloads you get, number of new subscriptions any given week, um, reviews, ratings, that sort of stuff. Oh. So what you can do if you want to increase the popularity of this, if you would say this ad, where an ad within the podcast might be mm-hmm. um, useful, is if you'd encourage uh, listeners to uh, to maybe uh, put some feedback on Oh yeah, okay. Um, on uh, on so iTunes, re- review so the show, but possibly not this actual episode. No, no, no. Review any episode. Review the show. I think it just goes to review in general. But review the show. Um, you know, if just uh, yeah. No matter what you put, just put five stars. That'll look good. Yes. But in the comments, you know, if you want to say not entertaining enough. Yeah, uh, sure, okay. Right soliciting right. five star reviews against some form of user agreement that you've entered into with uh, uh, no, soliciting five star reviews um, on I'm the sure I've heard of scandals along these lines on the podcast I listen to soliciting five star reviews is standard practice um, it's that does not sound ethical I don't think there's a lot of uh, I don't think I, I don't have to check but I don't think there's a whole lot of um, two to four star reviews handed out on iTunes if people um, are either one starring it yeah, or five starring yeah, yeah, yeah. if people are reviewing my performance uh, feel free to give any star rating of your choice however if you're, if you're reviewing Andrew's or Trevor's uh, uh, go the full five stars yeah well, you can go back to the episode where you're a guest if they want to uh, oh, they okay. want to do that John but uh, Thanks, well, it's getting less entertaining now chaps I think we have to fucking yeah I know John tried to entertain just, rather than you monitor you just the killed the whole podcast the last uh, two minutes so. <laughs> sorry. I'll edit that out sorry Julia all right, gentlemen. Thanks very much for for joining. Remember, babysitting Trevor still up there, doing pretty well. Old Trevor. That's the only reason he plugged my podcast and my podcast, so he can plug his own podcast. That is the courteous thing to do, Andrew. Lay it out. Yes, as as I said before, and as I will have said in the introduction, listen to babysitting Trevor. It is it's an excellent read, and from I believe read. Yep. Julia has... A, sorry, it's not an excellent read. It's an excellent listen. <laughs> um, although, I believe uh, yep. Trevor is in the uh, in the midst of transcribing all the episodes and he will post them to you if yeah, you sure request. Right, yeah. <laughs> word by word. My name is on that list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, And that is an excellent read because you get to do Trevor's voice, you get to do the, the voice of the other guys. It's great fun. <laughs> um, and uh, I believe that podcast, mm. uh, Julia has described as entertaining. So uh, That's right. She said she was howling. Yeah, yeah. On iTunes, of the moon, though, I don't know. Hey? On iTunes, did you have this much? It is. It's quite all four episodes, five episodes now, but I've got this much. Well, you were back to number seven in New Zealand, weren't you? We were number seven. We're number ten in England. That's dropped down now. It's very... The the market, the the podcast charts are very... uh, What's the word? You're number ten in England. Yeah, I did, yeah. You should be on his podcast advertising your podcast. You don't have guests. I he don't have guests. He's oh. the subject of his podcast. I'm the subject, And so I thought yeah. this was the idea of getting Trev on was this is my star power. 
Yeah, that's right. right. And I feel like I squandered an opportunity by not being entertaining in the first one. That's right. I apologise for speaking. Well, what's happened since I've been on? Fucking, what's happened to your fucking podcast? Gone yeah. through the roof. But yeah, right. that just means they listen to the first one. They may have just listened to it and gone, "Whoa, that wasn't entertaining." That's right. That's right. <laughs> this will be the real test where the people come back for the yeah, second yeah. trip. I've just composed my one-star review. <laughs> not, not, not enough Trevor, too much Andrew. <laughs> I, feel free to write that, but I would, I would still like more than one star in the review. All right, I think that might do us, gentlemen. Thanks very much for joining us. Okay, people. Nice talking to you. <laughs> Have talking a good at one. you or fucking whatever. <laughs> See you Bye. later.